birds happy monday it's kelly coming to you live from the dark pit of my bedroom where i'm not feeling well today so i thought i'd record a podcast episode in order to make me feel better i was correct it does make me feel better and you're all very welcome to start things off let's get into um some bird shit by the way this is news to me (laughs) if you couldn't tell from the title We are doing news to me segments only until August, and I'll tell you why. Let's start off with some bird shit. As you know from last week's episode, Octavia is going to be gracing New York City again with her presence uh, this coming August, and I can't wait to have her back 20 minutes away from me so that I can bother her constantly in person instead of just over the phone. So we are going to be actually able to record episodes together rather than trying and failing to record them all the way across this crazy continent because that has been the issue we're all super talented really pretty super smart but we're just technologically challenged and for whatever reason we just simply fail to be able to record a good podcast set so now that natalie octavia and i will be in person we'll only have to deal with junior being not here and I think we're going to be able to make it work a little bit better. So there you go. That's your update. You're all very, very welcome. Um, (laughs) This is news to me where I talk about something that I want to talk about. If it's news to me, that's what we're talking about. I don't care if you know it because it's news to me. So today I want to talk about a comedian that I've come across recently, literally in the last month or so who I've become obsessed with and I've never been a type of person who was like a crazy crazy mega fan of comedians maybe a little bit like I loved Dara O'Brien and Lee Mack and some other Irish and, and British uh comedians back in the day but I never really cared for many female comedians I don't really know what that says about teenage me yes I do it says I was a misogynist I'm um, just kidding but kind of so recently a friend of mine uh shout out Mackie turned me on to Catherine Cohen who is from Texas, but she is based out of New York. I've yet to see her live, and she literally performs in Club Coming, which is Alan Cummings Club, which I believe is in the East Village, um, every Wednesday, and I still haven't had time to see her, and I'm devastated about this. Don't at me. I'm going to go. But I've never seen a comedian that speaks to me the way she does, and I know this sounds bizarre. Sometimes it feels like she plucked a thought directly from the inside of my brain. So... She has a Netflix special called The Twist. She's gorgeous. And my God, I'm obsessed with her. (laughs) She's sarcastic in the absolute best possible way. It's very hard for me to describe her, I think, because she exudes this kind of energy that I'm always trying to exude, where it's half self-deprecating, half self-flagellating. I would say even actually 75% self-flagellating but you kind of know that you know she's kind of down to earth and approachable um and I adore her so she has a Netflix special that's the first time I saw her and she does these silly little songs in the Netflix special where she like sings and they they start off about one thing and they become about something else and I just find her absolutely hilarious I think her delivery is so so funny she's like peak millennial vibes which we which we love in this house and I signed up for her newsletter recently and I just wanted to read you some of the she she, she kind of 
creates these newsletters from a stream of consciousness. Also, I just took a shot of NyQuil. So if I start talking shit, this is why. <laughs> um, she writes these emails from like a stream of consciousness point of view. So like she also writes poetry and I'm going to read you some of the titles of her poems because I just think she's phenomenal. So here we go. This is from her latest newsletter that came out, I think, last week. Why am I so scared of slowing down? I always write back. Imagine being comfortable with being disliked. That last line, imagine being comfortable with being disliked. Not for me. Couldn't do it. Everyone must love me. It's the law. And if you don't, I will find a way to destroy you. No, I'll probably just cry. It's okay. <laughs> um, let's keep going. Women on TikTok teach me about slow living, but they own property. They've got children and toolboxes and bedtimes in the light. I do assume I will have everything. That line right there, I do assume I will have everything. Aren't we all a little bit guilty of this though? You know, like you kind of have these dreams. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever be able to afford a house. But you kind of low-key know that you're going to buy a house at some point. And you kind of do assume that you will have everything. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, she might mean nothing to anyone else. But she means so much to me right now. Um, Some people can't spot the difference between being funny and cruel. The most boring men get all the applause even in these circles. Even in these times. No one taught you how to be an asshole, but you manage it all the same. So as I'm reading that, I'm sure you probably taught about a man in particular that is like this. Because of course you did. Because that is how men be half the time. Um, the most boring men get all the applause. And then one of my favorite lines. I am very beautiful, but not everyone thinks so. <laughs> I love this because it's also beauty's in the eye of the beholder, all that bullshit. But it also is just like... Is there one universally beloved, beautiful person? I don't think so. Like, it completely is subjective. There's no objectively gorgeous human that everyone is like, yes, I objectively agree that this person is gorgeous. So beauty is very much subjective. And I think all of us forget that, or at least I certainly do. Um, in fact, my opinion of myself changes daily. So sometimes I am literally the God's gift to the planet and you're all welcome. And the next day I'm lying in bed in the dark with the curtains closed after taking a shot of NyQuil recording a podcast. So, you know, it's just the flavor of life. <laughs> now, I want to read you out some of the titles of her poems because she writes poems, but they're a lot like, they're not rhyming poems. They're, again, kind of stream of consciousness, what seem to be disjointed thoughts, but actually kind of make up a whole. So I'm not going to read you the poem, don't worry. But poem I wrote after I pulled out two tampons because I forgot I already had one in when I put one in poem I wrote after I showed you my new tattoo and you were like it's okay you don't have to take your skirt off we're, we're in public actually and then poem I wrote after I remembered the sleepover where we were doing a quiz from Elle magazine in the other room and my dad heard Annie say the phrase oral sex and took away the magazine so you're gonna get the idea about her she's she's I honestly think she's wonderful I've started listening to her podcast ironically for someone that has a podcast I don't listen to many podcasts um but I started listening to her podcast, which is called Seek Treatment. And she does it with this guy called Pat. So it's Pat and Kat. Um, and I've only, I'm only a couple of episodes in. I started back in 2018 when they started it. And it's still going strong. I actually just saw they announced a date in Dublin. So Irish friends, go. And if you meet her, tell her I love her. Um, so yeah, that's Catherine Cohen. I just want everybody to be aware of her. Because I think she's going to be very significant in the future of uh, millennial discourse. So you're welcome. The next thing I want to talk about is something that I actually hadn't planned on talking about because shockingly I do plan out what I'm going to say on these podcasts or at least give myself general direction. But just as I was thinking about talking about Stranger Things, which I'm still probably going to talk about, I started 
uh, thinking about what else have I been thinking about lately because that's what news to me is about and I started thinking about Instagram and I have so many feelings about social media in general as a social media manager and work I hate it <laughs> um, and love it as a human being I hate it and love it and I think that that is a universally felt feeling um, I'm an editor that is a felt feeling from all of us you know I think social media we don't really understand the impact that it's going to have on society yet it's still too new it's still evolving we're all evolving with it is that a good thing no probably not I think humanity has survived this long and also not been great let's be real (laughs) there hasn't been a beautiful period of history yet probably it is now is social media the big player in that no it's probably advances in healthcare. not that you can afford them in the U.S. Say it louder for the people in the back. Um, but why I was thinking about this was I, I posted an Instagram for Roland's birthday this morning because we went away at the weekend, which is probably why I'm sick. So I was getting in and out of a hot tub, humble brag. Um, and, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, who, who liked my post? And then I'm like, God, I'm so tired of like thinking about who liked my posts like I I just it really doesn't have an impact on my life yet I'll still every time I open it be like ooh, how many likes did my posts get god are you not just so tired of that like and if you're listening to this and you don't feel this way I'm so happy for you and I mean that very genuinely I'm really pleased for you that you don't feel that way because I'm exhausted by social media I I deleted it for I deleted my Instagram account like totally not just delete the app I deleted the Instagram account for like three days and those were the most peaceful three days of my life um so you know maybe there's a lesson there I'm not gonna try and tell you what the lesson is the lesson is we should all be online less right let's be real and you know as Catherine Cohen said not to harp on about her even though I will I imagine being comfortable with being disliked and I think that that's what social media doesn't allow you to do right if you don't get and listen I don't get a lot of likes on my Instagram posts to be honest if I got 20 on a post like I'm happy out um but imagine being comfortable with not having to share everything you're doing all the time and I'm getting better at this um I married a man who does not give a shit about social media whatsoever in any way shape or form and that really helps because he has an Instagram has never used it doesn't follow anyone doesn't even follow me it's very funny um and he's helping me you know get better about not every single thing that I do in my life has to be on the internet and that's very true and it shouldn't be because that's kind of terrifying actually in a way um I think about people who who I follow who are having babies and I think about the fact that babies faces are plastered all over the internet and I'm like your baby can't consent to that (laughs) like okay it's your choice as an adult but what if what if your baby grows up and they're like remove every image you've ever shared of me mother like you're not even going to be able to do that you've probably shared eight million things of them listen I'm rambling now social media bad real life also bad but less toxic (laughs) the world's on fire okay we're talking about coming into a recession soon also I work in finance so I'm literally this is top of mind constantly always the economy (laughs) ha 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 that was my impression of Andy from uh Parks and Rec so basically there's no real point to this except if you listen to this just question your relationship with social media just just take a step back and be like do I have a healthy a healthy a healthy relationship with social media or you know could I stand to look at it from a slightly different light and see see what see what you tell yourself 
You're welcome. This is your PSA for this episode. Social media equals bad, but also good. It just depends. <laughs> what? What am I saying? For my final stream of consciousness thoughts today, because like I said, I did just take a shot of NyQuil. So this is what you're getting. I want to think about and talk about um, the former yassification of the United States and how it is slowly drifting into right wing, disgusting hellscape, a conservative hellscape in which we are all sadly alive. Um, Let's start off by talking about abortion. I have never had an abortion and I'm very lucky that I've not had to, but I'm also lucky that I've lived in a place for the last little while in New York where if I did have to have one, I could. When I lived in Ireland, I was young, so this was never really something that was top of mind, but when the abortion referendum happened in Ireland in 2018, I was kind of shocked by how much it impacted me, to be honest. I, like I said, like, you know, it's not as if any of my close friends or family members have ever really, you know, dealt with anything this extreme or, not extreme is the wrong word, but I was surprised basically by how hard it hit me and I think the reason why it hit me so hard is because women should just be able to do whatever the fuck they want with their bodies like I don't understand how this is still a debate how is this still a debate how are you going to tell me in the year of our lord 2022 that a woman is going to be forced to carry a child and listen it doesn't fucking matter how she got pregnant okay it seriously doesn't matter whether it was forced whether it was consensual and then she got pregnant if she doesn't want that baby she doesn't want that fucking baby right end of story you cannot tell a woman to grow a life inside of her for nine months you just can't if you if you believe that that you can tell a woman to do that please don't follow me like I'm totally okay with never speaking to you again I just I cannot right so now obviously this has come under blast lately in the U.S. because people are starting to roll back the abortion rights everywhere I just can't get over this I'm like with everything we've learned with with every advance in science with every step forward in this country it feels like there's four steps back and as I said this as I'm saying this out loud I'm like wow are they going to use this podcast episode when I apply for my citizenship to tell me I can't have it lol sorry FBI uh or ICE uh I love America but y'all need to fucking get your shit together so it just baffles me that now people are rolling back abortion laws making it illegal again more so because like I kind of understand if you're against it right morally you think it's the wrong thing to do you're killing the life right that's quite noble of you to believe that and fine but then if you're not going to take care of that baby not you specifically even but your state your society if you're going to force a woman to carry a child that she doesn't want that she's then going to give up into the system or whatever you're not going to then provide for that child so what's the point and the point seems overwhelmingly to be, even if this is not necessarily what you yourself as an as a pro-lifer believe, but the point just seems to be controlling women or controlling those who, who can have pregnancies too. It's not just, doesn't just affect women, anyone with a uterus. Um, so I'm bothered by this very much, very not happy with this. Um, and, you know, we're also talking about COVID and what I've, I mean, we're still talking about it. It's been two years. What I've realized is if there's ever a pandemic that has like a much higher mortality rate, like I think about the TV show Station Eleven that had that flu that killed 90% of people. If we ever actually have a pandemic that's like extremely, extremely high mortality rates, we're all going to die. <laughs> like that's, that's just plain and simple facts. People couldn't follow the rules. People couldn't implement rules cor- correctly. Like it was a it was a disaster. So I'm just thinking about that you know what maybe that's enough 
maybe that's all we need today. <laughs> maybe. But oh, I think I was going to talk about the recession again. I mean, inflation has gotten so bad in this country that like buying groceries is really painful and sad. And so I avoid it with every cost, with every, with every way I can. We've been doing meal meal plan uh, services like HelloFresh that just deliver our dinner to us because that is so much less painful and actually also much less expensive than buying groceries right now. And it also keeps um, the spice of life of a, alive with different meals every day. So that is another PSA. Maybe if your grocery bill is too high, try a meal prep service tool. <clears throat> wow. Prolific, Kelly. Prolific. All right, I'm going to wrap this up because I'm literally spewing nonsense into the void. Um, but I hope that I have given you food for thought on this Monday, this observed day of Juneteenth. And if you don't know what Juneteenth is, it is essentially the celebration of when uh, African-Americans were completely emancipated from slavery two years after the law had been enacted. Um, 1863 was when the law was passed. 1865 was when... Um, Texas eventually stopped having slaves so you know they were a little bit behind um anyway on this Juneteenth I hope I've given you a lot of food for thought um and apologies if none of it made sense because this nightclub has me ready for a nap at 2 p.m um it's not even 2 p.m yeah <laughs> wow so like I said flock talk in every form that it takes whether it's thoughts from thought any a bitch or news to me will be back to your eardrums consistently from probably September onwards and we're gonna be better we've actually gotten really good structures down we've started using canvas we're gonna have really cute little graphics and stuff um and we're essentially just ready to make this really good so if you have any feedback for us as always uh if it's good let us know if it's bad I don't want to hear it just kidding all praise is good praise um but yeah, birds have a good one. Let me just signal you out with a little brrr, brrr. That was such a sad little pigeon noise because I'm a sick little pigeon today. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>